A U.S. Senate investigation has found widespread A U.S. Senate investigation has found widespread medical abuse against women held in the South Georgia Irwin ICE Detention Center. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, everybody, welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co host, and partner in. I'm Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? Well, it's going well. This is our Wednesday episode, but we're recording on Tuesday night, which makes it your birthday. It is my birthday. It is the very end of my birthday. I've had an entire weekend of birthday. You have. Which has been awesome. I've had so much fun. We have birthdayed it up a lot. Yes. And and now I just get to be 47, guys. Yep. Sorry, but that's the way it goes. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, you know, that means my son is 27. Mm-hmm. So, whoa. Just whoa yep. on all levels. I don't know. I like getting older. I have really enjoyed my 40s quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I have no fucks to give. My give a damn is broken. Whatever mm-hmm. else you can say. <laughs> I got it all. Or none of it. Yeah. One way or the other. There is a lot of freedom in getting into your 40s and caring a whole lot less about what other people think. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I have to temper it occasionally. <laughs> it makes you a little more appalling in public, according to my kids. <laughs> well, Not you personally, just just all of us. Yeah, just in general, yes. And I will say that I I hear my mom's words come out of my mouth all the time. And oh, yeah. I did something in a store recently that I was like, oh, oh that's what it means to have been my mom in her forties. <laughs> I was in a health food store with a clerk who has helped me a couple of times. Yeah, helped, helped, helped me mm-hmm. by not knowing anything. You know, when you go in a store and someone's like, I don't know. Yeah, we, I don't think we had that. We don't have, you know, they just shut you down immediately without looking or asking someone. And it's clear they don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, is there like a manager you can call or a book you can look in? Because it really feels like you're guessing. <laughs> Oh, no. Let's just say she was not appreciative. (laughs) Karen goes to the health food store. She just sort of (laughs) wandered off. But twice now, that girl has given me very bad information in that store. So anyway. But yeah, as I heard it coming out of my mouth, I was like, oh, my God. I am my mother. I am her and she is me. Oh, man, she would have told She probably would have been worse than me in that situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. I Mm -hmm. tried not to be offensive, but it was very true that it was clear this person was just guessing. Mm -hmm. And I hate that, that nothing makes me matter. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like the worst customer service you can ever have. If someone's like, yeah, we we just don't have that. 
And you're like, you well, it's like going into a grocery store and asking where the oranges are and have them be like, yeah, we don't carry those. They're oranges. Yes, like, you do. No, I don't think so. I've never seen them here. No. Grocery store. This was a health mm-hmm. food store, like supplements. Yeah. And I was asking for a supplement that I am 100% sure they carry. But I don't know because she didn't know. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, it had to come out like she was dressing because. <laughs> Normally, I think those things, and as I've gotten a little older, I find more of them slip out of my mouth. But I as I it. said, zero fucks to give, so it's all good. It's fine. It's yeah. Fine. How How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, I have a lot to do uh, to be ready for our next craft fair, so naturally, yes. I'm doing none of it. And uh, yeah. made myself a new shirt today. Oh, nice. <gasps> Oh, it adorable! Dear, how cute! I'm in love. So I did that, and I'm learning how to make marshmallows. I'm thinking like for stocking stuffers. So I made three batches of marshmallows. Um, yeah. So yes, the things I need to do, I've done none of them. But you know, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> there is always tomorrow. I agree. There is mm-hmm. always tomorrow. And one thing I sort of like about the holidays is that they have a full stop. Like when they're over, right. like. You get done whatever you get done, and then they happen, and they always turn out great no matter what. And then guess what? Blessedly, they are over. Yes. And you can just go back to your usual routine. Mm-hmm. Of procrastinating, doing housework or something else. Right. Yeah. Got it. Right. I mean, there's always something to be procrastinating, isn't there? That's true. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know some people like to slam us for talking about ourselves at the beginning <laughs> of our show. We, we had a really rude one. A couple mm-hmm. of days ago, and it just cracks me up because if you follow us at all, you know we tell stories, we talk about our kids, we, we mm-hmm. do this all the time. But some people are like, "Just get to the case," and I'm like, "Well, we're not robots. We're not true crime robots." You know? And That's you know what? Most true crime, hard. you know, no. no, that is what it is. True crime can be hard. It's heady. There's a lot of hard topics and hard subjects, and mm. I think one of the perks of true crimers can be uh, bringing some reality, sometimes some levity, n- never in being disrespectful, of course, to pay or to uh, wit- patients, witnesses, good Lord, victims, victims. and families. Right. Of course. Right. But uh, you know, bringing some humanity to cases, I think is actually really helpful yeah. in my opinion. If, if it's not yours, that's fine. It's, we don't have to agree, but that's where I see it. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. And that Actually, is why, as I understand, we are going to WTF it up in this episode. Everything we're doing is basically another WTF. Oh my gosh, you guys. Yes, it is. So we're just going to kick it off, Katie, with some WTF news. To me, I can't think of many crimes. Well, I can, but. This crime is very gut-wrenching to me. Uh, to burn down a barn on purpose, Ooh. full of a farmer's animals. Oh, God. Ancient barns that have been in their families for generations. So to yeah. burn a barn, that would be pretty bad, right? Mm-hmm. How about burning down eight barns? Oh, my God. Yeah, because Joseph Hirschberger in Indiana, did just that. He and his girlfriend, Sherry Thomas, burned down eight barns 
as well as some other structures. He's been in the love of fire or what the hell? He's been in prison before for arson. Mm, also, I believe that all of the barns belong to Mennonites. Yeah. I mean, that's even worse. You talk about somebody's livelihood. Yep. And barns full of livestock. I can't imagine burning a building down knowing that there are living things burning to death in it. That is absolutely barbaric. It is the most horrific thing. One family's barn was 120 years old. And it's been mm -hmm. in their family since it was built. We have a barn like that in our family. And that would we do. be so upsetting. It would be horrifying. God. It would be horrifying if the barn burned down for any reason. Right. But to know that someone did it on purpose, just mm -hmm. because they're a firebug, I guess. This is let's, Joseph. Let's just say it. His name is now Joseph Shitburger. And he is the top <laughs> of the FOS list for the week. Yeah. Joseph Shitburger. <laughs> if you don't know what the FOS list is, that's the fight on site list. Mm -hmm. We keep a list that we very casually actually never act upon. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, Joseph Shitburger. Mm -hmm. Let's just go there. Yep. Well, Joseph uh, is going to prison for 96 years. <laughs> So that's good. good Actually, it was 96 years. Uh, half of it has been suspended. So he's going to prison for 46 years. He's 42. So that might be the last we hear of old Joseph oh. Shipberger. Oh, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Debbie, his girlfriend, or Sherry, sorry, Sherry Thomas has not made it through the courts yet on this one, but it sounds like she is uh, nearing a plea deal with prosecutors. Uh, burn in hell, both of you. What a yeah. horrific thing to do. But again, there's other fires that they're also uh, facing charges on. I believe one of them was actually a school. So oh what in the actual hell? Yeah. Just yeah. mayhem for mayhem's sake. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Lord. Yep. That just hit me close to home. Just thinking about our own. We were raised on a farm when we were little, little girls. And mm -hmm. lots of our families are farmers. And the thought of their barns being intentionally burned down. So oh, that's bad. bad. That is and just, just the, so bad. The torture of the animals. Oh, God. And our grandparents had two fires when we were little that yep. were started by um, heat lamps because they were mm -hmm. they were pig barns. And I cannot imagine. Yeah. We weren't but there. It burned countless sows with uh, with litters and yeah, it was awful. horrific things. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. To the top of the FOS list with you, Joseph. Yes. And you, Absolutely. Sherry. For fuck's sake. Okay. Well, anyway, Christy, I'm going to turn it back over to you for our main WTF of the day. Yes. So you might remember that a couple of years ago, Congress started an investigation on one of the detention centers in Georgia. Mm -hmm. being used to house immigrants who were coming yeah. across the border um, from Mexico, you know, coming across the Mexico border. Mm -hmm. And there were some pretty horrific claims coming out of this detention center. Yeah. That women were experiencing medical abuse. Yeah. Um, from uh, a gynecologist, of all things. 
Yeah. And that, I, I, this was, this was the detention center in Irwin County. And there were a lot of accusations made. One was that there were mass hysterectomies, which actually, which actually turned out to not be true. Mm-hmm. But they did find a lot of other really concerning issues coming out of here. Yeah. Out of this detention center. And so this report has just been released. It's 108 pages. Mm-hmm. And what they're finding is that um, the female detainees were they were being taken to a an off-site gynecologist. So they didn't have a, a gynecologist on staff. They were ta- this was somebody that they had contracted with. Um, his Dr. Amin is his name, mm-hmm. and that they found that women were undergoing excessive, invasive, and often unnecessary gynecological procedures. Yeah. Now, this struck me hard because if you listen to us at all, you know I had a total hysterectomy three months ago because I had uterine cancer. Mm-hmm. And I worked my way through the system. I, I have to admit, you know, being gay and never having give, given birth to a baby mm-hmm. or never even had a pregnancy, I was kind of... Mm, in the dark on this whole gynecological situation. Uh, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I uh, hadn't really, you know, come across this a lot. Just kind of got in my own primary care, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I was having some problems. So they send me to a gynecologist. And I frankly had to beg these idiots to um, give me a sedated exam, do a biopsy, all those things. And right. they acted a little high horsey um, that, they, that this was going to be nothing. Mm-hmm. They also acted real stunned when they had to call and have me come in immediately because I had cancer. Mm-hmm. I did not feel like I had been listened to well at all and that I had really yeah. had to be very assertive to get what I needed in yeah. this situation. And so this, although it's not like this is the first time that this has happened no. to women in detention centers, prisons, jails psychiatric hospitals, particularly mm-hmm. women of color and black women. Yep. This has been happening for a long time. I feel like this was a little better at least listened to and respected mm-hmm. because a nurse actually came out and was a whistleblower and said, this stuff's going down and it is mm-hmm. not okay. Yeah, And we are talking about Crimes against women. Right. So in reviewing these reports, they found that 40 patient records, they had examined 94, 40 of them indicated the patients had benign ovarian cysts removed by Dr. Amin. Uh, benign ovarian cysts normally just go away on their own and they are not normally, you know, They don't require surgical intervention. Yeah, typically, no. Yeah. And so this was a big red flag. They were like, oh, shit, we better go deeper into this Uh because this is what's going on here. Yeah. 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 Um, You know, and there's a lot of risks to a surgery like that. Infection, bleeding, pain, and can even result in infertility. So having a gynecological surgery that is unnecessary is terrible. Absolutely terrible. 
Um, there were several women who said that Dr. Amin was rough and insensitive during these medical procedures. Oh, dear. And didn't really tell them what he was diagnosing them with, nor tell them their treatment plans. Although they were frequently treated, mostly with Depo-Provera shots, without their permission. Depo-Provera being birth control. Right. Which is definitely not called for for all women. No. Their uh, labs and their health history and stuff, some women Depo could be extremely dangerous for. Right. Or maybe you are not in a place in your life where you want birth control. Like this, this right. should always be a woman's choice. And this comes up now. It's more important now more than ever. Right. Thanks to the overturning of Roe v. Wade that, you know, treating women as though we are just cattle, mm-hmm. breeding cattle, you know. But, but here's the thing. This happens most to women of color and black women. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess why? Well, I mean, the obvious, but maybe there's more. Well, what's the obvious? Well, the obvious is their skin color that they historically, women of people of color do not receive as uh, good medical care as mm-hmm. white women do. the The birth rate, uh, the the rate of uh, maternal death in childbirth in the United States is much higher for black women than it is for white women much well there's also this big fear in gross disgusting white supremacists in this country that the birth rate among white women is down quite a lot yes and there's this fear that white people will Mm -hmm. be replaced and will be no longer the majority in the united states which bring it on i can't wait right it's what we need it's definitely what we deserve and it's what this is it's the only thing that's going to save this country, frankly. And it's not going to hurt us. No, yeah. it's not. It is not going to hurt us. Um, but there's a lot of, especially in these detention centers that are mm-hmm. um, ICE related, immigration detention centers, right. that these are people coming from outside the U.S. and they don't want them coming in having babies. Yeah. So a lot of women received the Depo-Provera shot and they received some kind of ovarian surgery. Whether it was necessary for them or not, whether they were given um, right. the ability to say yes or no, this was not with consent. Well, an adequate pain medication, post-op care, yes. I can't imagine that they were. I cannot either. I can't either. So there is one woman in particular who has been um, testifying before Congress. Mm-hmm talking about this she was in a detention center and had a four-week-old or four-month-old baby and she had asked to um have like a a postpartum checkup sure she hadn't, yeah hadn't um she actually i believe had her baby well yeah four-month-old daughter she'd been mm-hmm. in Irwin for seven months oh, so wow. she was okay. breastfeeding a four-month-old daughter and had not had any follow-up after having the baby Mm-hmm. So she asks for a postpartum uh, checkup. And, you know, this is the other thing that needs to be um, acknowledged is that she had a history of sexual assault. So oh, these dear. kinds of exams were very uncomfortable for her, which mm-hmm. is, you know, welcome to the United States. Same, you know, there's there'd been mm-hmm. no sensitivity about that for um, these women at all. Right. 
Well, actually, mm -hmm. there's no sensitivity about that for any women. No. I mean, I, we know that uh, there's an ongoing belief in doctors that there is no, there are no nerve endings in the cervix. And so there's no reason to numb the cervix when doing exams, biopsies, things like that. And it's flatly untrue. It is now, completely Women have been mistreated untrue. gynecologically for a long time. But for in these positions, I just can't even imagine. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. And having had all of those parts removed, I will mm -hmm. tell you, yeah, you need mm -hmm. pain medication. Yeah. No doubt. Um, okay, so this young woman, you know, bravely speaks up and says, hey, I should probably get checked out. Yeah. Her name is Karina Cisneros Preciado. She was put in detention for her immigration status, although I'm going to say that I, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter why a woman is in a detention center or no. a prison or a jail. It's never okay no. to be abusive like this. So she went to Dr. Amin. And so people went to Dr. Amin to have these, to have their uh, gynecological visits. But let's just tell you about Dr. Amin a little bit. Dr. Amin has been dropped by insurance providers for due to malpractice lawsuits. He's mm. been sued by the federal government for Medicaid and Medicare fraud. And although he has a medical license, he is not a board certified gynecologist or OBGYN. Oh, for the love. Yeah. But, you know, he was the guy to take care of all of these women. Mm. And Karina said that um, it was all very abrupt. There was no opportunity to get to talk to the doctor a little bit. The exam was painful. He said she had a cyst that if it didn't clear, he was giving her a Depo-Provera shot. And if the cyst didn't clear up, he was going to have to go back in there and do surgery. It was the same bullshit that he mm -hmm. says to everybody. And so he gave her the shot because she didn't ask for it. I don't, mm -hmm. Can you have a Depo-Provera shot when you're pregnant? I mean, maybe you can. I don't a know. A Depo when you're pregnant or yeah. when you're nursing? Or when you're nursing. I'm sorry. Nursing. I don't know. I don't know that. Um, and maybe that was okay. But she was so grateful that she actually was released um, from the detention center before she had to go back to him because he was going to do surgery on her, whether she wanted it or not. There was no question of, is that what you would like me to do? Let me recommend some things. No, it was right. boom, boom, boom. This is what he does every time. Mm -hmm. And that's so terrifying. Um, yeah. It was so ter terrifying for her. And, you know, it felt very much like medical abuse because it is. Um, and her story is just one of very many. And this is only one ICE detention center. Mm -hmm. Now, they're not using this place. Erwin is no longer being used for ICE detention mm -hmm. because of a lot of bad things that happened there, including this. Yeah. But, I mean, we Dr. Amin is still practicing. Yeah. Like, he can't get, he has a whole time getting malpractice insurance. He's not board certified in gynecology. And he's still practicing as a gynecologist. In oh that my little God. Georgia town right now, in spite of all of this. Uh, I mean, what the hell? 
you guys. No. And this is simply shining a light on something that we know has been happening forever. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. It's disgusting. Yeah. It is something that should never happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, what do we do? How has this person not been arrested? How are these not crimes? Right. Because this is a this is a a congressional investigation. So that can then be sent along to the Justice Department or whoever, you know, the state of Georgia or whoever would would make criminal charges. And maybe that will come. I don't know. But it's a horrifying story to read and then make you wonder, like, is anything going to happen to this guy? And likely no. Is this happening in other detention centers? How is Absolutely. this being addressed in other in other detention facilities? I mean, yeah. forced sterilization of black women and women of color and people with disabilities has a very long and disgusting history. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and at the very least, women in uh, jail and in prison and in detention facilities have been reporting for time immemorial that they're not able to get their hands on sanitary supplies. Right. There was a case not too long ago where a woman showed up in court from jail in front of a female judge with no pants on. And she'd been in jail for three days, I believe three days. Mm-hmm. And the judge was like, why are you bringing a pa- or an inmate in here without pants on? They were like, oh, we don't know. And she's like, where are your pants? And she's like, I didn't get here with any pants. I've been begging for pants. And she and and then she said, "And Your Honor, I've been asking for sanitary supplies and have been in, unable to get them. Can you imagine that woman was drug into a courtroom who that needed sanitary supplies? Can you imagine the state and, she was in and, and no, no pants? The judge oh was God. furious and really bitched out the uh, the bailiff, you know, and then the uh, the guards from the jail demanded that they take her." provide her with clean clothing and in a way to clean herself up before she came back to court. Uh, it was awful, but that's not new. That's no, not new. It isn't. No. We're just baby factories, apparently. In this yeah. Country. And this is further, you know, but then you got to have the right color skin, whether you're in the baby factory or they're going to stop you from having children. Right. Whether you want them to or not, you know, they did find that in that time, there were only two hysterectomies performed. So it was not, hysterectomies that were happening, but depot provera shots are that's right. With, without control. a patient's consent, that's right. not okay either. No, no. it isn't. It, it is up to a woman what she does with her own damn body. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of all of this. And now we have the the Roe v. Wade overturn overturning and the questions about birth control. And it's just we're sliding backwards. Mm-hmm. Worse and worse and worse. And and I don't ever want me as a white woman to minimize my own privilege. Because right. I stood up to my doctor and right. I got what I wanted, right. but I fortunately am insured mm-hmm. and am a social worker and have the skills to be able to advocate for myself. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that I am very privileged and lucky mm-hmm. because I ended up getting what I needed, getting the medical care that I needed and getting treated respectfully. But I know that that does not happen yeah. for a lot of women in this country and a lot of women in this world. And it's, it's wrong. Every bit of it's wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's why we had to cover this story. You know, is it a crime? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. 
it's a different kind of crime than what we normally cover. But, but it, it is, needs to be identified as a crime. And as the populace, we need to demand something better than that. Yeah, we sure as hell do. I mean, just a baseline of basic human respect for mm -hmm. all human beings would be a place to begin. Without a you doubt. Know, it was interesting because I found myself, when I had to start talking about this, wanting to censor my words mm -hmm. because that's what I've been taught. You know, we don't yeah. talk about menstruation and your vagina and your um, cervix and your uterus <laughs> and your fallopian tubes and your mm -hmm. ovaries. Like we're not supposed to use those words. Right? right. And I've really had to catch myself and go, no, I'm using all those words and I'm going to use mm -hmm. them all over the place and talk about this because I'm so tired of being shamed for being a woman and I'm a white woman. Can you imagine what these women in these detention centers must feel? They have no power at all. No. Over their own bodies. No, it's terrifying. No. And you do not see the equivalent of this happening to men. No. You don't. No, it's you're not, not out there. It doesn't fucking exist. No. no. This is horrifying. We will include in the show notes links to uh, the articles and there's a link to the to the actual 108 page report feel free if you've got the time to read it you know it's mm -hmm. kind of in legalese and I wasn't really ready for that but yeah um you know the information is out there and I'm going to watch closely I want to know what are they going to do about this and right where is this doctor and what about all the other doctors who've been involved in things like this right and, and what about all the other detention centers because there was lots of rumors coming out of Texas that women were being sterilized. Right. Yeah, this is so, just one in Georgia. This is just one. There needs to be a full-scale investigation into all of the detention centers to see how women and girls are being treated right. uh, and medically treated. Absolutely. Absolutely. The only thing we can do is keep talking about these things mm -hmm. and yelling loudly mm -hmm. about them. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to be prim and proper anymore. No. You're going to hear me use... All the ladies bodily. You're going to say the vagina word, organs. aren't you? you I'm are, going to say you? vagina, vagina, vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know, this seems obvious, but when they take out your cervix and your uterus, your vagina just becomes a hallway to nowhere. Mm -hmm. Which actually, when you have a hysterectomy, it is not a sterile surgery because there is a period of time in which your insides, inside your body cavity, there's a way in, not, yeah. you know, and there's, it, it's a real big deal mm -hmm. to sew that up and make sure that that is, um, heals correctly. Mm -hmm. And for people that don't have adequate medical care, you can die of a horrible sepsis. Oh yeah. If you don't get adequate medical care after a hysterectomy, you know, you have to have several exams. There are lots oh, of different yeah. symptoms that you go through. But I just think, you know, I know how privileged I am that I had good insurance and a doctor to follow up with. I can't imagine being in a situation like that in mm -hmm. with a doctor like this guy. Right. Probably never even checks after the fact, you know. Right. And women die from these things completely unnecessary. Right. Death. And that's well, just hysterectomy. I mean, think. Just like the patient we her. discussed who delivered her baby. Right. She Was had that him? baby in. Someone delivered her baby Someone there. Someone did. I don't know. It doesn't and say, never, but. 
even schedule the follow-up. Right. Yeah. She's four months out Yeah, and goes, I should probably be seen because I don't care where someone is being held. They have the right to medical care. Mm -hmm. Medical care is a human right. Mm -hmm. You can fight me on that if you want to. (laughs) I would not try. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. No. This is my new way of saying things and like, I would recommend that you not argue with me about this. But I mean, you can <laughs> if you want to. But I will tell you that I'm a damn good arguer. And I am not afraid of true. shit now. So, what happens when you turn 47? There you have it. There you have it. So, we will uh, keep an eye on this. And we will let you know what, if, happens from this report. Hopefully, it's not just shelved sure. away somewhere like we usually are. But Katie, I know you're going to wrap this episode up with a little bit of the WTF news. Oh, Lord. Yep. So this is Joshua Cooper. Mm-hmm. And Joshua is 16. And mm-hmm. honestly, a lot of times on this show, we would not name uh, or picture a 16-year-old, except for that this person's being tried as an adult. And it's mm-hmm. off place, so I didn't really feel like we had to censor, but this is Joshua. Mm-hmm. Joshua's being charged as an adult for a murder. Mm-hmm. Joshua shot and killed a young lady, also a teenager. Mm-hmm. And the reason Joshua got caught is because he did an Instagram video chat with a friend. And in that video chat, he said to to another teenager, hey, uh, I just killed somebody. Flip the camera around to show the legs and feet of someone covered in blood on the floor. Oh, my God. And then asked this girl if she could possibly come over and help him dispose of the body. Holy shit. Yeah. Now, this girl was wise enough to tell her mother, who I think was nearby and maybe had heard the call or had been, you know, close at hand, Mm -hmm. but who went, holy shit, we need to call the police right now. Are you sure? Did that really Mm -hmm. look like a dead body? Yeah, it did. Blood everywhere. So Mm. she knew where Joshua lived. So they called the police and told them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua lived at uh, Top of the Ridge Trailer Park and in Bensalem. And so the police uh, went right over. When they got there, he ran out of the back of a trailer and got uh, was arrested about a mile away. In the meantime, the police head in there and on the floor in the home, uh, on the bathroom floor was a dead teenage girl. Thank God. Yep. They did say that uh, there were uh, large-scale steps made to try to clean up the the, the crime. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, looks like he'd done all the cleaning up. Now he just really needed somebody to help haul that body out. And he thought he could just call up one of his friends and they'd come help him? Yeah. Ooh, this yeah. boy is not well. So he's charged for, with criminal homicide possessing instruments of crime and tampering with or fabricating physical evidence. 
So uh, as of last uh, Friday night, last week, he was denied bail and sent to a juvenile detention center. So he'll be arraigned on December 7th. Uh, we may learn a little bit more about the situation then, but that's what we know so far. We don't know what his uh, relation to the victim is, if mm -hmm. any, uh, you know, or anything about her. We know that she's a female and that she's a juvenile, and that's all we've learned so far. This case just really got me because of how blasé that was. Right? Just calling up people on Instagram. By the way, I just killed somebody. Yeah, right. That's terrible. What are you doing this afternoon? Uh, so this mm -hmm. happened. Come and help me clean it up, huh? And then we'll go get pizza. I mean, he didn't say that. But, you know, I mean, that's but, how casual it was. Like, right. what the hell? That was really, really scary. Well, it seems to me like uh, Joshua is exactly where he needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, lots and lots of condolences to the victim's family. My God, how horrifying. And also mad props to the girl who told her mom, who called the police, who absolutely right. did the right thing. Yeah. Sometimes teenagers lose their heads and do stupid shit, you know? Well, it's hard when, it brings, when friends are brought into play, you know? For sure. Versus adults. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she definitely smart girl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so there you have it. Well, wow, that's a mm -hmm. heck of a Wednesday episode for you. You're yep. welcome. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, well, we will be back tonight with Wednesday Night Case Updates. That's our yep. live stream at 7 p.m. Mountain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll be back for those of you that are members on YouTube or that are patrons. We'll be back on Patreon and, and YouTube membership uh, tomorrow night for the Psychic Hour. So, We've got more to uh, say and share. So we do that. <laughs> well, you know, we are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care.